0: hello and welcome to episode number 74 73 70 episode 70 of die hard on a podcast
1: it's been it's been a while (laughs)
0: it's been a little while we went on a bit of a hiatus because adult responsibilities (laughs) suck ass and we can't just sit around and watch movies all day as much (laughs) as i'd like to <laughs> no doubt, would be, no doubt. would be super awesome. Um, to not have to actually work for a living, and <laughs> you know, drink alcohol and watch podcasts or, or listen to podcasts and watch movies would be very ideal.
1: Yeah, I was listening to another. I was actually listening to podcasts at work today because, like, I usually have a chance to listen to podcasts, <clears throat> and they were talking about how they used to watch movies like like basically all day and like the one guy was like how do you do like like time works differently when you're a kid because you can do that as a kid and it doesn't feel like a lot of time but like as an adult you have other things you can maybe get to one movie (laughs) right a week
0: yeah just like oh my god how because we used to do that all the time we used to be like hey we'll sit around and we'll watch five movies in a row and it's fine Mm -hmm. We'll break and maybe yeah. get pizza. And then we'd get back to the movies. And now, yeah, it's like, oh, man, I got to freaking finish this movie before the people <laughs> the people show up that want me to mow their lawn or take out the trash or pay bills. I'm like, oh, god damn, that shit.
1: I know. But, All right, so we're doing. What are we doing? This was your pick.
0: Oh yeah, I picked. I picked Jordan Peele's movies because um, I I was actually drunk and watching Us at the time that I decided to pick it, and I, okay. I just thought, hey, these are these are kind of different. Like it's cool to see somebody uh, bringing something different to a genre and also being popular. You know, usually yeah. you can have like one or the other, but it's kind of rare to see both. <laughs>
1: yeah his i watched i i think i watched us once i didn't need to rewatch it again but yeah get out on rewatching get out over and over again you catch a lot of stuff and it's like it's just like really smart he's a really smart filmmaker yeah I'm fucking sure it's insane
0: do you know what it strangely reminded me of was um being john malkovich for some reason i really felt of being John malkovich vibe like i know the story was like sort of, uh, sort of similar, uh, sort of not, but just sort of, kind of really forget surreal. Forget out. Yeah, forget out. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's funny because he never like I listened to it with commentary by him, and he like he name checks like a thousand movies. But that's one of them that I don't think he ever name checks, which I was kind of shocked by.
0: Huh. <clears throat> what are some of the other like, movies he referenced?
1: It's like, uh, I mean. For the opening, he did like six movies. It was like Halloween, The Shining, Jaws, fucking Christine. It was just like, 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 it was just like every like, every, like, every, like every like every scene. Kind of was like, oh, and this is my Jaws. This is like because I want the car to be like Jaws. And yeah. there's a lot of Shining. There's a lot of Shining. Yeah, he well, references uh, can, a lot.
0: You can see that uh, the that skit that the, the Peel and uh, Key and Peel skit that we watched. Um, oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's just like a blatant Shining ripoff, but he's having a continental <laughs> breakfast.
1: <laughs> it's funny too because the, the 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 sketch isn't that funny, really. It has like some funny moments, but like the 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 sketch itself isn't funny. It's more of like a like I said, like a mini Twilight Zone. Yeah. Because he che- he checks into room two thirty seven, which is the Shining yeah, room, right? And then like he's having continental breakfast, and it's like, oh, but and you know, the big line is he keeps having continental breakfast and he wants to stay in this hotel indefinitely.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, and then the clerk is like, what what do you mean? You've been here this whole time. Right. (laughs) And then it zooms in on the the picture. Yeah. Just like, just like how the shining
0: ends where he's, you know, always been in that continental breakfast. And you know, there's another, he, I, I saw, uh, while I was like, after I watched that, I watched another one with that character where he's like on the airplane. Um, and, mm. and it's kind of like the Twilight Zone because it actually, you know, it ends with him opening the window, and of course, there's a demon out there. Um, oh, okay. You know, but it, like it's it's weird with that character because the character is a little more <laughs> creepy than he is funny, like a, a lot more. Uh, but it's strangely kind of funny that this guy's so freaking creepy. <laughs> yeah,
1: because yeah, because he's eating all his, his free breakfast, and he's like he's like. He keeps talking about like he's like world traveler because he's eating all this food from like different countries, but it's like it's like a banana from Germany and like a Danish. Now, the Danish was like Danish. Obviously, it's from Germany. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. he's eating the yogurt. He's like, ah, it's it's like yogurt, but it it stays.
0: I (laughs) I love that line. That that was pretty fantastic. It's like it's like, but it's he's not
1: wrong. I mean, he's he he re- he, re- he rebooted uh, the Twilight Zone, which I haven't watched. So I haven't watched any of those, well, but they're supposed he, to be pretty.
0: Isn't his um, isn't his next movie supposed to be a re- reboot of some sort of classic horror movie?
1: Oh yeah, it's and on. It, he's on Candyman.
0: Candyman, yeah, I'm excited about that because I I like the original <laughs> Candyman, and I could see him putting a really fucking weird spin on it.
1: <clears throat> yeah, he's just like really smart, and it's like it, it makes me angry because he's. He's so t- he's like he's funny and he can act and he can write comedy and sketches. But then all of a sudden he's like, you know what? I'm gonna do horror movies too. Yeah. Like just like kill horror movies and it's like <clears throat> I well, can't do one thing and he's doing like
0: right and just well and and also not doing like stale horror movies like not doing the typical slasher <laughs> flick or the typical ghost <laughs> flick. You know, they're they're very like different kind of Twilight zony. Um, Mm -hmm. And they also have that same quality where they're super creepy, but it's kind of funny that they're super creepy.
1: Yeah, they have some real funny moments, too, which is like watching me watching Get Out. Like, it's like, it's funnier than I remember.
0: (laughs) A moment that I really liked in Us was uh, the, Mm -hmm. like, the anti, like, the shadow character of the main woman. Mm -hmm. Um, How... She gives all of her dialogue breathing in instead of breathing out. Oh, yeah. And it was one of those things that I was like, man, that is a really, really creepy voice. And like every time she talked, I think, man, that sounds so creepy. I wonder how she's accomplishing that. And then I realized like, oh, my God, she's actually talking when she's breathing in instead of when she's breathing out. And I was like, man, that is like so like mind blowing, you know? Like, wow, because she's the shadow, she talks freaking backwards.
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't remember much about his influences on that movie. I tried to look it up, but I could. I, I think mostly it was like The Shining again and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> I think The Lost Boys because like it, it takes place in Santa Cruz on the uh, pier. Yep. Yeah. So obviously, obviously, The Lost Boys is kind of like a nod there.
0: Well, and especially because the the whole thing was a huge nod to the '80s. Yeah. With you know, The Lost Boys being like kind of one of the iconic '80s movies for sure, especially one of the most iconic uh, horror movies, and also Friday the Thirteenth, which you you actually see a little influence of Friday the Thirteenth in there with um the uh big, like the big dude, the the shadow lady's husband. Um, mm-hmm. was, was definitely very Jason Voorhees, like, you know, just sort of big and menacing and wanting to kill things.
1: Yeah. They had, they had like, a, like some really specific names too. I don't remember them right offhand, but like the little, mm-hmm. the little kid, the little kid, the little kid, they're called the tethered. Right. And the little kid, the little kid tethered was like, his name was like Pluto in the, in the credits. Okay. I think his, I think, I think the big guy's name, what was his name? I don't think it was... I don't think it was... was, I don't think it was a planet. It was something else.
0: Uh, Let's see if uh, Google will help (laughs) us with this. Google, Google. Yeah. Good old Google. Full cast and crew. Got an IMDB.
1: Yeah, but they'll have their names. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Pluto, Umbrain. Pluto, Umbrain, and... Then like uh, Io, which is another, either okay. either it's a, like a moon on Jupiter, but you know, or uh, like uh, Roman mythology, one of the two, which are kind of hard mm. to say which is which. But then oh, if the, you also what's that? Uh, the, I was gonna say the other tethered. They have um, kind of no. There's Eartha and Wayland. Yeah, they're all kind of weird names.
1: Okay. I think those were the, that was, like, Elizabeth Moss and her husband, right?
0: That was their guy there. Tethered. Yeah. <clears throat> and, yeah, and her name was Dahlia. And I <clears throat> I really liked how this one had a lot of or, like, us. I mean, both of them had a lot of, like, social commentary in it. That, um, oh, yeah. But this is, like, so <laughs> kind of almost farcical about, like, 80s culture and everything. You know, it was really making fun of that, like, Oh my God, hands, hands across America! I hadn't thought of that in 1985,
1: but and he made he made, it, he made it such like a sinister, like shitty thing. Like, yeah, like... when you think about it, you're like what a fucking self centered, self righteous thing that people were doing in the 80s instead of just actually helping the homeless. Yeah,
0: like it's just so <laughs> evil and decadent. Like instead of us helping the homeless. We'll go all. We'll all go outside and hold hands and feel like we're actually doing something, even though we're doing nothing. <laughs> you know, like instead, why couldn't it have been like, hey, go get a fresh hot meal and take it to a homeless person?
1: Yeah, that would be that'd be too much. And,
0: you know, of course, if if it was like that now, it would be something where it was like you had to take a fresh hot meal, but you would. You know, keep the meal, like you'd give it to the homeless person and take a couple selfies to put on Instagram and then take the meal back so that you go give it to some other homeless person and take more <laughs> selfies to put on Instagram.
1: Yeah, I remember, like that reminds me, I remember having a class, this film school, the two-day film school. And the one thing that was kind of like, I don't remember mo- most about that anymore, but like the one thing he said at the very end of the, uh, the two days for some reason, he said... You know what would be good for you too? Every day, go do something good for somebody, but don't tell anybody. Like, because if you tell somebody about it, it's not—it's yeah. not doing something good. It's you're doing something good it. for you.
0: Yeah, you're tainting it.
1: <clears throat> it's like if you go do something and that don't tell anybody about it, just do a good deed, and that you know, and that's that's your good deed. But if you tell people like, "Hey, I did this good deed," then it's that's not the same thing.
0: Huh. And, you know, that's funny. Now, of course, I'm going to tell somebody, but it reminds me of what happened to me yesterday. <laughs> uh, but yesterday, and, and it's weird at it work, too. Like, yesterday I gave a, a homeless guy five bucks, probably mm. for heroin. But, you know, yeah, I was in a good mood. And so then, like, like, I went to work. And they were like oh did you see that homeless guy at the gas station i'm like yeah <laughs> and they're like did he ask you for anything i was like no he came up and asked me for something or he like looked like he was going to ask him me for something so i just told him to go fuck himself really fast so that he wouldn't <laughs> ask me for anything uh but the, but the real story was i actually <laughs> felt bad and gave him five bucks <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who stand on corners around here at shopping centers if you get pulled up next to them, you're just, like, awkwardly saying, like, trying not to look at yeah, like like them. As they, hold, just, as they hold their signs, like, right there. Uh, yeah. And they won't bother you. A lot of times they won't bother you. But they're just standing there. And you're just like, oh. The and, socks. like, if I have a few bucks, if I get stuck there, like, basically stuck there, and I have, like, a couple bucks, I usually hand them stuff. Because it's, like, and I feel bad for, like, not, like, because I are always, like, oh, God bless them. I'm always, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, like, pull up the window. Like, I don't want to, like engage with them like like an asshole like take my money (laughs) like i'm terrible like just take my money don't talk to me please yeah
0: it's actually it's gotten really bad in hagerstown where they go to gas stations and you know like when you're pumping your gas they'll like run up and be like uh i don't have money for gas can you help me out and and normally i do just say well normally actually whenever somebody comes up to me i figured they're probably going to ask me for money so i ask them for money first you know, like whenever somebody just walks up to me in a gas station now, because it's so common, I'm just like, hey, I really could use like three or four dollars. I just need <laughs> one gallon of gas. Can you help me? And that really kind of throws them for a loop when you give them their own pitch.
1: <laughs> it shit.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> but yesterday I, I, I got paid, so I had like money in my wallet and was somewhat cheerful. So I was just like, whatever, here you go. I'm going to help you out today. Go get at least a quarter hit of heroin or something.
1: <laughs> something. good yeah
0: and i would i would actually this reminds me to talk about this uh the comment that we got on on mandy which is awesome I keep the comments coming and i will address them on the podcast and the first thing that he said was that we were like not really actually talking about um the movies and that we were all over the place and i'm kind of like yeah fuck yeah of course we are like what, this is a podcast? <laughs> it's not. It's not a fucking essay.
1: Yeah, so like I, I didn't even look, like. It's been so long since I remember that one. I was like, I don't know if we talked. It's one of those things. Was like he could be right. I'm sure maybe we didn't talk about the movie that much because that happens sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be. Sure, I mean, he's. I'm sure he's right about that. That we probably didn't talk about the movie as much as I guess we should or right. do, but. It just it just happens. That's how it well, works.
0: Well, and... yeah, that's the whole beauty of the medium is that it's organic. You you don't really have to talk about exactly what you're supposed to talk about. Uh, and I mean, and I know this because I listen to other podcasts, and they're all really bad for it too. So I was like, I was like, yeah, we do do that. Maybe we should stay more on topic. I'm like, ah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's let's just go. We always bring it back.
1: Um... <laughs> I'd love to hear what the what the part like because he talks about. We said we talked about John Waters and empty batteries and something else. I was like, what are we talked about empty batteries. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, I
0: don't know. I was trying to figure <laughs> out what his reference about us talking about empty batteries was too, but I'm sure.
1: Maybe uh, my batteries dying. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure.
0: It, it made. I get. But it I mean, it he, made, made, he sense
1: made. at the time. And he I mean, like, if you, if you if this, if if you're li- having to be listening to more stuff, which I'm sure you're not, but if you are, dude, like, you made some. I mean, your comments weren't wrong, so I mean...
0: Yeah, it's... no, and I was like, <laughs> I, you know, and I was, I was happy to see that he was an engaging, and the guy definitely knew what he was talking about when he started throwing out, like, Kubrick and, and all of this guy's other uh, influences, and he was like, well, you failed to mention that that you just wanted to talk about his dad's movies and you failed to mention this one. And I'm like, yeah, he's probably right. I'm sure he's right. You know? I'm not going to argue that we failed to mention that. And like with these two, with uh, Us and Get Out, there's so many yeah. different influences we could mention, but I'm, we're not going to get even anywhere near it. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, if you want if you want me to do an essay, then yeah, give me like three weeks and I'll do an essay about it. But we're just talking about movies and just bullshit. And yeah. we don't take... It's it's not that long of a podcast, so if it's if it's that painful, at least we're done early. <laughs> yeah, it's not, at least it's not two hours
0: of us fucking around. So it's only thirty minutes or so of us fucking around.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think I, I kind of disagree with like him saying this guy's influences were all of this, the the uh, Tarkovsky and those guys because every interview I read with him, he said he was trying to make a his his version of like a seventies metal album with Mandy. So that doesn't yeah. sound like stalker but i mean no, it, sounds more it like, could be you know, like black
0: sabbath i guess
1: yeah but it's like but i mean i'm not saying that this guy's not correct either so right so if you're listening if you're, if you're listening thank you for the comments awesome yeah it was, it was i'm glad somebody yeah. i'm glad somebody
0: listened <laughs> um i you know i i, I kind of got a little weirded out with get out because you know it's definitely got this whole like like black person white person thing but i couldn't like, maybe I'm just too white and I couldn't figure out exactly, like, what he was trying to say. Like, I guess he was trying to say that, like, all older white men, like, secretly wish they were black men, I guess, is the the overarching thing. Which, you know, okay, I would love to be a black dude. I would That would be cool. I'm, I'm cool with that. Now, I don't think I'm going to actually kidnap and kill any black people to achieve that goal. Uh, yeah,
1: he, he's got, like, a whole mythology behind it. Like, they're connected with the... The Knights of the Templar, which I don't know what that is. Oh. I don't know if you know anything about that.
0: Yeah, I can give you a quick rundown on it. They're a secret society that were um, part of the Crusades. And mm. uh, they had a bunch of um, chapters like all over Europe. And they were kind of like the... Um, like the military arm of the catholic church but then the catholic church like dis- disavowed them because they started becoming really powerful and in, in and of themselves so they went uh like in secret you know and like sort of had like a secret society and like supposedly they're still around and nobody knows also supposedly they were the ones who like rescued the holy grail from the um yeah jerusalem and hid it uh, but yeah, like I mean, basically they were like a military wing in the Crusades that became kind of powerful in and of themselves. So the Catholics and uh, the kings, they all were really kind of scared of their power. Um, but it, but the weird thing is, is it wasn't so much their military power, but they mm-hmm. set up a banking system um, that was all over Europe that really started threatening different nations because the Knights Templar were like associated with any one government so Mm. you could like give a knights templar say 10 gold pieces in spain and then he could send a message to the uh, another person in say like uh germany and then they would say okay that that 10 gold pieces has been paid to our organization so now you in germany can like withdraw that money um, and, they, and they were really kind of the forerunners of like what we have as a banking system now. And so they started getting super, super rich and that was what <clears throat> really threatened the church and what really threatened different um, like kings at the time.
1: I mean, that's what that's what like his commentary kind of talks about, like how it's just a bunch of really powerful white guys with a lot of money who have like this, they basically like have like, they don't even deal in like money, they deal in like, like, like antiques and and antiquities. Like that's right. how they're pay. That's how they're paying for the stuff because they just have like all of this very like expensive stuff that they can pay for the stuff. And like this is, and yeah, like the whole thing is it goes back to like Bradley Whitford's dad who got beat by Jesse Owens because because he thinks it was because he was black and like if he was just black he could be like this ultimate runner right and stuff like and it's like always like. It's, yeah, it just goes back to yeah. They think these white people think that the black um, uh, black people are a superior race, and they think they have found a way to kind of like have it both ways type of thing. Like physically, I, I think physically they think uh, black people are, are more superior, but then they think they're like people white, are
0: intellectually white. stronger. Yeah,
1: and so they're trying to like have it both ways type I of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's also like it's funny because it's also like everybody thinks this was like written about like the Trump era, but he said he wrote it when Obama was was president. Right. Like this is like this is an Obama like era movie, which is very interesting as well because like he was always like he was like. people thought Obama was elected president he's like we solved racism guys we're done yeah all, <laughs> and, he like, he like, nah, and he was like like nah man he's like no i i, I see it. Like, i'm still dealing with it man like i'm still dealing with this shit sure <laughs> so and that was so, definitely uh, yeah.
0: naive on America's part on the whole is yeah. like hey we'll we'll elect this really well spoken black dude and, and everything'll be fine
1: yeah it's like it's like no it I like kind of like almost, I don't want to say made it worse, but then like the division. I yeah, know, like and, and it's I guess once it, once once Trump was the the elected, it's
0: a little more.
1: Yeah, once Trump was elected president, it's like it's like almost the extreme, and like, oh yeah, wait a second, I don't, I'm not okay with equality with with, with, with other people, with minorities. Right. Like, Wait, I'm, I didn't. I actually didn't, didn't like Obama. I didn't like this stuff because I am fucking. A racist piece of shit yeah but but i think it's an inter- interesting like horror movie i think people try to call it, like a social justice thriller or something some shit like never trying to call it a, a horror movie and it's yeah. a straight up horror movie and, and, that,
0: and that's a real disservice <laughs> to a movie is to assign too much political yeah uh, you know i mean because i i don't think that was ultimately his point i think he really just kind of wanted to make a <laughs> A, a creepy horror movie that was like uh, maybe a little more cerebral. Um, well,
1: I mean, the best the best movies are like it's it's like on the surface it's just like a horror, movie, a creepy horror movie, like like Cronenbergian type of movie. But then if you dig deeper, it's like oh, it's about it does have like a lot of this social stuff in it and like political stuff in it, which is like good too. But like you don't need. You don't need that to enjoy it, but it helps because it gives it layers. Right, makes gives you more to look
0: over. And look, isn't it? Wasn't it? Uh, Kubrick, who was like really big on doing that about like sneaking all this weird political shit into his movies, like The Shining has this whole subtext <laughs> about Native Americans or some something. So
1: in... supposed to, I mean, supposedly.
0: <laughs> right. Well, I, I I heard at one point that that was why Stephen King hated the movie so much was that. That he he thought that uh, Stanley Kubrick took his horror movies and was trying to make a political point with them. Um,
1: yeah, like have you have you, ever, have you read the original Shining? The, I've read the book. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the, the ending of that is terrible and the character is terrible and, and the character is like this giant racist when he's like alcoholic racist
0: yeah <laughs> like, oh yeah who, gets, and who was... gets
1: attacked by like these like big snow like garden bunnies and yeah the, and like
0: there's like yeah <laughs> snow, snow monsters attacking him and and then um didn't the, the whole hotel blow up and a demon came out of the boiler or something
1: <laughs> probably that's usually what happens like something usually comes out of something and then floats away yeah <laughs>
0: like, that's i'm pretty sure that is how the book ended was that the freaking uh place blew up and the demon like came out of the freaking boiler and floated away <laughs> I, f- uh,
1: I feel like it's a, it might be only our, our little group but i'm pretty sure we all agree that stephen king is a great writer but his endings are the fucking worst <laughs> uh, man,
0: he just he just drops the ball like almost every time
1: <laughs> he just makes up a bunch of stuff and he's like What? 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 Yeah. Like you're doing so. You're doing
0: so well. Yeah. Like why did you have to drop the ball here?
1: But the rest of the books are so good, though. It's like it's like well, yeah, whatever. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You don't just because your endings kind of suck. Like I don't know, like you Game of Thrones did or something. Maybe that's (laughs) maybe that's it. They were like, hey, let's read Stephen King books for inspiration on how to end this series. I don't know I if you, I don't watched. know if you, you haven't watched the Game of Thrones. So, nah. Um, <laughs> to be fair, too, they were kind of flying on, uh, flying blind because, you know, they based the first say five seasons on the first five books, and then mm. he never wrote the rest of them. So they're just like, well, fuck, what do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah. and it's funny because you can kind of see it in the stories where. In the, be- mm. in the beginning, it goes like really, really sort of anti-television, like stuff that you would you'd never see on a television show because it's like you know the main character gets killed and they put in a new main character and he gets killed and people are just like randomly dying for no reason which is like (laughs) what made the freaking book like amazing but then when they run out of books to make the series on everything becomes kind of televisiony and like the good guy wins and things like work out and it's like real formulaic and it's like damn it didn't you see the reason why everybody's into this is because it's breaking the formula um,
1: I mean, there's, there's some. I mean, there are so many TV shows that never quite get the ending right. Yeah, there's probably, there's probably maybe two or three shows I can think of that really like well, suck the land and, and to, to
0: to jump back on topic, I freaking loved the ending of Us. Like, I thought it was so yeah. cool that they did like this evil demonic <laughs> hands across America. I was like, holy <laughs> shit.
1: Yeah, what did you think of like the um, like the tethered? Like like, I didn't. I mean, I I don't like I like us a lot too, but I like it a lot more. Some of us was a little too much for me. Right. But but like when they when they were showing the tethered like riding the roller coasters and stuff, yeah. that was a bit. Was a bit, was a bit much for me. I was like, come on, <laughs> that was
0: fantastic. I was like, they finally get to have a. They, get, they finally get to live in the light. <laughs> It <laughs> would be freaking happy, ridiculous, ridiculously decadent
1: Americans. <laughs> but there's a couple of spots. I mean, I didn't need to rewatch it for sure. Because, <clears throat> But yeah. I thought his music, I thought the music in us is a little, like, it's It's like that in Get Out as well, but not as bad. I think us, it's really kind of intense yeah. at times where, where it doesn't need to be intense. Like the shot whatever's whatever is happening is intense enough. If it was just quiet, right? But he ramps up the the music just a little too much for me. But that's just like minor.
0: That's, yeah, it
1: doesn't. It doesn't really take it away from me. It's just like personal preference. I think it could probably be more powerful if it was like there wasn't any silent. music.
0: Yeah, because he definitely does that in um, <laughs> Us versus Get Out, where it was another thing where I noticed where he really, really did the soundtrack to, to mimic what exactly what was going on. And like you said almost overdoing it uh whereas you were you know you could get away with it a lot of times without having to uh like manipulate the viewers emotions with music
1: yeah i mean i think i think his images were like more like, powerful enough that he didn't need the music but i mean the music's good though on its own it's really good soundtrack
0: yeah yeah
1: <clears throat> the music's super creepy on its own so
0: and you know who else I loved I, I loved uh, the soundtrack to Mandy like oh my god that was some creepy weird like mm. I just want to take a shower and have a lobotomy music
1: <laughs> yeah his music's the best like beyond the black rainbow I, l- I listen to it all the time cause it's like super like just like if I'm working on something that I really need to kind of concentrate on that's always a good soundtrack to kind of just like focus cause it's just like this pulsating like electronic music <laughs> yeah <clears throat> So, there you go, We'll talking more about Panos Cosmatos.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> he is awesome. I'm going to have to watch some more of his movies.
1: He's just got the two. Like, he's... He, and it takes him a while to make movies, which, yeah. You know. That's fine. You should check out... If you look up... There's a record store up here in California called Amoeba. Uh-huh. Amoeba Records. And they'll, they'll do uh they'll do these segments called What's in My Bag. Right. And he and he does one where it's like they always have like a celebrity come in and like they shop, shop in the store, and then they come back and tell, tell tell the camera like what they bought and why and stuff. And he right. he did a really good one. He does yeah. one, so if you look him up and look up what's in my bag, Panos Cosmados, he he grabs it. He talks about a bunch of movies and stuff. Oh,
0: awesome! Yeah, I'll check that out. That sounds pretty pretty fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So cool. <laughs> I, we we should probably try and figure out more movies too. The, to watch uh but i don't know we can get back to that
1: we'll talk about it later if anybody listen to this before we do we, we figure that out let us know
0: yeah yeah leave a comment think... if you leave a comment and um put in there what you want us to watch and talk about we will probably we'll, we'll definitely watch it and we'll talk at least a little bit about it uh, <laughs> we may go off on a tangent about professional wrestling or some other director or movie that we like um we most likely
1: most likely john waters most sometimes.
0: likely john waters we <laughs> yeah. talk about uh we talk about freaking john carpenter a lot too like fair warning he's he you know i i actually have stopped myself from mentioning john carpenter two or three times and then we're talking about awesome movie soundtracks and i'm like oh my god like i'm like holding it <laughs> in i'm like okay come on john carpenter is
1: fucking amazing we're talking about all the johns so yeah
0: well and especially right. when you say that um jordan jordan peele even mentions halloween is a of course anybody who makes a, a horror movie is going to mention halloween you can't
1: like leave that out and that first first shot of get out is, is straight up halloween and he and he like you see it and he says it and you're like obviously because it looks right like the like the streets of like halloween uh-huh i eat pasadena
0: but yeah
1: <laughs> Oh, is that Pasadena? I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, Get Out's not, but Halloween is. Halloween
0: is, right. Uh, my great aunt lived in Pasadena. I spent a pretty good bit of childhood in Pasadena.
1: Yeah, the houses are still there. The, the, the um, Mike Myers house is still there. It, it got moved. I think there's like a chiropractor in the house. Right. But Yeah. But all the other houses are in like a certain neighborhood. And like, we've checked it out a few times and like. Hardware store that like he breaks into uh-huh. and steals the mask. It's still like the building's still there, it's like a cafe now, but like the building is right there. You can still kind of like you can see the whole, like basically the shot oh, of so them cool. pulling up and stuff. So, yeah, it's all in Pastina. Nice.
0: <laughs> so, all right, well, that's a good place to, to stop at, and we will figure something out and be back next week. All right,
1: all right, bye.
0: See you. Oh crap. I can't hit the stop button. There it is.